The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Well, I would say that for the past, uh, I don't know, two weeks, I've had a pretty good two weeks. Been very busy, a lot of family stuff and good things there. Just check the, make sure focus is cool. Uh, and, and everything was good. Last week had a good week and fun family things. And our youngest daughter's graduating from high school and moving on to college. So a lot of stuff happening there. Uh, I had a good week until Sunday night. And then Sunday night, I, Sunday night, I sat down at home uh, pretty, I don't know, it was like 10 o'clock when I started it, and I had a chance to watch an online screener of The Sound of Freedom, Sound of Freedom, which is opening July 4th across the country with Jim Caviezel, which is a story about child sex trafficking. It's taken him five years to get at the screen, as you can imagine, a lot of uh, theater chains and, and producing and all that world, uh, not too thrilled about putting something as dark as that out there but it's opening nationwide on july 4th i'll put up a link for you but if you just google sound of freedom movie you'll find it uh so i watched that sunday night uh i have a pretty high tolerance for movies and and, in disturbing content because i've been on the radio for a long time so i have to consume a lot of stuff in order to be able to speak about it uh personally and to uh bring a biblical worldview uh to bear but watching Sound of Freedom was probably the most difficult movie I've watched personally. It's based on a true story, uh, which is a whole nother story. And and we're going to set up some interviews with some folks involved with Sound of Freedom later in the month before we get to July 4th. But I'm going to play the uh, we'll play the trailer for you just to kind of set this up. And then uh, providentially, God would have it so that our friend Misty Headspath is back in the studio today to talk about what's going on on the border and uh, trailing back about 1,200 miles because the child sex trafficking is part of that story. And so we'll get to Misty here in just a second. But just to kind of set this up, let's go ahead and play the trailer. This is uh, Sound of Freedom opening nationwide July 4th. Jim Caviezel, by the way, plays a guy that worked for Homeland Security in stopping uh, child pornography and stuff like that, then decided he needed to I don't think I can do this job. Get into rescue. As soon as I lay down, all we see are those kids' faces. How long have you been doing this? Twelve years. How do you do it? It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Señor Timoteo, tú rescatas niños, ¿verdad? Quizá puedes. Two really young Hispanic kids get kidnapped and sold into sex trafficking. Really young. Under 10. Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What would we do? We're Homeland Security. You know we can't go off rescuing kids in Colombia. This job 
tears you to pieces. This is my one chance to put those pieces back together. We're talking about extracting an 11-year-old girl from an army of rebels. Not just her. I'm talking about rescuing hundreds of kids. She could be a block down the road, or she could be at Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. Over two million children a year are being sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. If we do nothing, someday it's gonna reach the likes of you. What if this was your daughter? So that's Sound of Freedom, opening nationwide July 4th. So the little girl is 11. Uh, her little brother had to be 7 or 8. Both sold into sex trafficking, which, by the way, in the last six years is up 5,000%. Uh, it's a huge, huge problem. Uh, America is uh, part of the problem. Uh, the vast majority of the problem, uh, numbers-wide, exists outside the country. But uh, it's also tied to our southern border and that's why Misty Headspath is back in to kind of get us uh, updated on everything going on in the southern border and down into Panama, where she and her husband have a ministry, Hearts Cry Children's Ministry, heartscrychildren.com. But she's got a lot of this information that we're going to talk about today on her Linktree page. So I'm going to put that up on Facebook and Rumble as well. But Misty, it's great to have you back. How are you? Thank you for having me. You're I'm wel- not okay after watching that. Yeah, it's, uh, Again? it's, it's very disturbing. Just- I know you've seen uh, the trailers for that Uh Prepare yourself. It's a very difficult. See, I'm getting emotional right now. It's a really difficult movie to watch. and But that's that's why we have to keep talking about this stuff. Uh, and it's one of those movies I listen to everybody. I know you're like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be it. I don't want to do that. Uh, you have to do that. Okay. You ha- It's kind of like the passion of the Christ in the first place. You really have to understand the brutality of the crucifixion and to under- in, in order to go to a deeper level of understanding God's grace and his love for you. And with, and with a movie like Sound of Freedom opening July 4th, you need to see this stuff. I mean, it's not graphic, but it is disturbing. Uh, and this is happening all over the place, obviously. But it's real. It is and real. And we, we have to enter into it because it's going on all around us. And our open border is allowing it to happen. Um, Before the border was opened, our ministry, you know, we started in 2008, and we worked with orphans in Panama, and and I was able to work with a team that helped rewrite the laws of the country to help protect children and things of this nature, and then we opened our special needs orphanage we have. So we've given our lives to helping children, and before this border was opened, we were— occasionally encountering kids who were being trafficked right i mean panama is a gateway country Um, we helped kids who were actually trafficked through the canal on container ships they were actually in containers and they were captured um and then brought to orphanages and then we we worked with children like this um so this the, the area of human trafficking with children is not new to us but what is going on now with the open border is just it's unbelievable that we're allowing this to go on yeah. under our noses. Yeah, and this is all, I mean, we're talking about the Biden administration. It was getting much better under Trump and securing the border, and then Biden with an open border. And I've said this before, I don't. you, you can get as political as you want or not, Misty, but I've been saying this pretty regularly for a while. The Democrat Party, when they talk about, hey, we care about people, no, they don't. That, you have to remember that. They don't care. They care about power, not people. We're going to unpack that. 
with Misty Headspath, Hearts Cry Children's Ministry, what's going on at the border and down into Panama, all along that area, including the Dottie and Gap. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, talking about uh, a crisis of our own making. When I say our, I say the United States of America, the Biden administration, anybody that's got uh, their fingerprint on a loose border policy because that's leading to all kinds of uh, nightmares down there. And uh, Misty Headspath is here in the studio today. It's great to have you back. Hearts Cry Children's Ministry. Heartscrychildren.com is the website. Heartscrychildren.com. For the ministry, that's down in Panama, uh, which kind of led you into this conversation. And, and all of a sudden, no, the, the fruits of this terrible border policy uh, of the U.S. government uh, – just lands down there. You have a, a orphanage for special needs children, but now you got special needs children. You got to broaden that definition because they're up and down from our southern border all the way down into Central and South America, right. and it, and it's just a total train wreck. We were talking on the break about, and then I put up the 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 link for her link tree. If you're over forty years of age, you probably don't even know what that is. That just click on it, and it's going to be a web page that gives you all kinds of links, including some of the things that we're talking about today. So that you can educate yourself. I just put a link up that you can go check out Sound of Freedom, which is opening July 4th across the country, which I'm going to do more about that later in the month. OK, as, as I approach the end of June, I'll talk more about that. Uh, but let's just kind of get an update because you go down there. You're working with people that are down there. This is on the ground. This isn't CNN. This isn't Fox News. So just kind of give us an update of everything that's been going on. Title 42 gets dumped. What in the world's happening down there that we're not hearing about? Well, um, just to remind you, I actually have, have worked with the govern of, government of Panama, um, and they have asked our assistance to work with children's rights in the country. So we were invited down um, in order to help with the immigration crisis that was going on. And I was working with a team of people. I went into the Dadian Gap myself in the craziest you know, jungle riverboat I've ever done, um, extremely dangerous, and, and went down and saw the migrant camps myself. Um, and saw children dying. I worked with a child trying to help them who was then trafficked out of my arms and taken away from me, um, and I know was being trafficked. And so I was completely sold out at that point, right? Like, how do you get past a child who's taken out of your arms that you know is being trafficked? Right. You can't. It's forever in your soul. And so I've, I've gotten involved since then. This is apart from all we do to help special needs orphans in the country and, yep. and get kids adopted and fostered. This is a separate issue I've been working on personally. Um, and one of my dear friends, he's a, he's a guide that goes into the jungle. He had taken bear gorillas down and, you know, before, before he did his Panama trip. Um, he takes a lot of these um, reporters down into the jungle um, in order to help them see the actual conditions of the migrants and to see what's going on on the ground. Um, and I was in touch with him today, and he was catching me up on things, for example. Um, and, you know, there are certain people we should be following, like Ben Berkwam is one, um, and Oscar Ramirez, he's another one. Um, They're on Twitter and Instagram. And Michael Yan is a third. And they really, th these are hardcore, you know, journalists who have gone as far as you can possibly go with these stories in order to get them out to the public and and the the left is trying to block all of this information mm -hmm. from getting out completely in fact my friend who is the guide had someone from the embassy try and stop him and talk to him um and and scare him into not continuing to doing these journeys 
um, to get the word out to you, the public. Um, but but no, we're not going to stop. Once you see children being yeah. trafficked, once yep. you see women being raped, once you see, you know, all of these people suffering, you have to do something about it or it's on you. Um, and so, you know, basically w- what has happened is that Mayorkas went down in April to Panama and a Black Hawk helicopter showed up and, and he met with the um, the immigration secretary in Panama as well as the one from Colombia who came up. And they had a big conference and they told everyone the, the migrant flow is going to stop, right? And so we all were going <laughs> crazy, like, yes, this is actually happening. The thing we've been praying for and working for for years is actually going to happen. I actually thought for a second it was going to happen. It stop it how, though? Right. Well, you close the border and you stop inviting right, people that. to cross over. Or that's you, all it takes. Or you send Kamala down there with a checkbook. That was to Guatemala. And we're, right? Yeah, we're going to give you joke. some money and yeah. help your and so your people no. aren't impoverished so they won't come up here. That's no. a joke. That was, that was a complete joke. And she gave it some women's organization. Um, but what what ended up happening was it was just a smoke screen. Um, and then, you know, our, our wonderful press secretary, what's her name, Jean-Pierre, yeah. um, she came on right after that. So we've almost stopped by 90% um, the, the, the border, and it, it was a complete lie. Right. I mean, I have no idea how they can stand in front of people and say what they say because it was a total lie. What ended up happening since then is it has actually increased as if I thought it could not increase more. Right, it has. Right, There's yeah. 1,000 to 1,500 people coming through a day yeah, in it's, Panama It's about 2.4 right million at our southern border are the stops in the last 12 months. Those are the stops. Those aren't all the getaways. That's 2.4. No. And about 100 of those were on the terror watch list since last September. And these are poor people that are just being sold as lie. Like, come and you'll have a better life. You can mm-hmm. get a job. These are not asylum seekers. Oscar Ramirez, for example, has done an amazing job in investigating and talking to the people and finding out why are you coming. None of them are, are legitimate asylum seekers. They could not qualify to get yep. a visa, you know, the way that, that they're trying to enter. They are actually looking for better jobs. Yeah, they're just trying to make more money than they can back home. Right, and they had they had homes, um, in fact, the ones that, that he's interviewed and the ones that I have seen. Um, and so these are people who just want a better life, and they're going for it. And they're being told this is a great way to get it. Yep. But yet what's happening is, you know, for example, the dry season has just ended in Panama, and now the rains have started. And as soon as that happened, bam, I mean, all these people are dead. They're, they're being washed down the rivers that are on the migrant trail. Because the Donian Gap is, is in Panama. Is that where that is? It's in, Pan- in between Panama and Colombia, and it's one of the most treacherous jungles in the world. Um, and the the flash floods pop up um, in a second, and, and so they have to go through there. There's, yes. That's just There's like no other way. If I'm going to go from here to Asheville, I'm going to have to take I-40. Right, like that. That's it. You got to take that. And the whole backing up even further. The reason is because they get into countries like Ecuador, have, who have super easy visa requirements, and then they walk, you know, through the jungle from from Colombia. So they make their way from Ecuador to Colombia, and then through the Darien Gap into Panama. And the worst. The worst part of this is, is that all of these NGOs um, are completely, um, are complete NGOs and non-government organization mm-hmm. like the Red Cross. Okay, I always thought the Red Cross was this amazing organization <laughs> and that we should all support it, and they help people who are in dire need, such as earthquakes and right, right, um, crisis times. But what is happening is that these organizations are providing maps 
and telling them exactly where to go right. to avoid any immigration official. <laughs> and they're they're literally the most detailed highlighted maps you've ever seen. And if you go on these three gentlemen's um, pages that I've already mentioned, you can see these these maps for yourself. And they know exactly how to get up here because they're being told by the Red Cross, right. the UN. They're being led up here. Right. The UN is also handing out these things, as well as um, OIM, which is the Office of the International Migration. I forget the exact um, OIM. It's a, it's a big um, it's it's a big Office of International Migration. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, and it's backwards from how we yeah, it's yeah. The International Office of the Migrants. But they are handing out rape kits to migrants before they leave Colombia to head up to Panama. They're not giving them water. They're not giving them necessities. They're giving them rape. You're going to need this because you're going to get raped. That's essentially what that is. Yeah, absolutely. It includes a morning after pill and female and male condoms and a whistle. (laughs) Talking to Misty Headspath about this. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Do not buy the lie on the southern border. Uh, those guys uh, are idiots up in Washington, D.C. That's under control. It's down 90%. I mean, you can go play around with numbers and find some things where you can go, hey, I found one particular uh, uh, statistic that I can show is down 90%, and so we'll say it's down 90%. That's ridiculous. That's not what's happening. That's why we need to talk to somebody like Misty Headspath, who's in here today, Hearts Cry Children's Ministry down in Panama, but has gotten involved in this whole nightmare scenario. Because how long is the whole trek, Misty, and thanks again for your time, from like down in Panama up to our southern border? Is that like 1,000 miles, 1,200 miles, 1,400 miles? I've looked before. It's, it's, I, think, I think it was 1,200. Yeah, it's like 1,200 miles. And so for our government, and this is where, and you mentioned this on the break, where everybody's like, hey, uh, it's a humanitarian crisis. And as Christians, we need to respond to a humanitarian crisis. We need to bring water and food We need to help these people out who are claiming asylum, yada, yada, yada. But you keep saying a humanitarian crisis is a lie. So unpack that because I want people to understand that's like the dressing. That's like the wrapping paper. But when you open up the present, what you find inside is rape and murder and sex trafficking and fentanyl and everything else. And cartels. And cartels who are just cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in league, so to speak, with the federal government, especially the executive branch under Joe Biden. Yes. So we are being sold the lie that it's a humanitarian crisis. But what they are leaving out is that we have caused it. Right. The entire reason that these people are on this treacherous journey, which it is, it is absolutely one of the most treacherous journeys you could ever take, um, is because we have invited them. Mm-hmm. We have told them that, come, you know, we want you. In our U.S. English-speaking news, you know, they're saying, no, the borders are closed, nothing's open. But yet in CNN Espanol and, and down in Panama and the, the different news feeds and the ones that are going around the world, the, the, what they're saying in their own language is the border's open. It's come, open. Yeah, come, come on over. Just get here however you can. And then people like the Red Cross and other non-government organizations are literally handing out maps. So I, I put the link yes. up on Facebook and Rumble for uh, Misty's Linktree page. She's going to add links to it for Michael Yan. These are, these are people doing a lot of great work down there. Michael Yan, Ben Berkwin, 
and Oscar Ramirez. I just put Oscar Ramirez's website. If you want to get actual reporting actually down there to see what's actually happening, these are three people you need to follow. So I've got the link on Facebook Live and Rumble for Misty's uh, Linktree page, which is just a web page with all kinds of links on it. So sometime this evening after the show, she's going to update to give you direct links to Michael, Ben, and Oscar's. They're on Twitter. Some of them are on Facebook, various social media platforms so that you can get actual news there. Uh, and so they're actually handing out maps. Yes. Here's how you get to the good old southern border so you can come on in and everything will be fine. Right. And we're setting you up to be uh, raped and abused the whole way, whether you're 50 or 5. Or 5. Or 3. Or 3. Um, and so what what shocked me was how the Red Cross, for example, Doctors Without Borders, they are, these are normally amazing um, organizations mm-hmm. that are helping people around the world. And I, as a Christian, it was even hard to understand. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't support the Red Cross now, but no, what we are, what we are seeing on the ground in Panama is these organizations are actually just pure evil. I don't know how else to say it. They are, um, they are helping the migrants every single step of the way, not by giving them the water they need. They're helping them by giving them maps, telling them exactly where to go to find safe houses in every single country where immigration officials will not bother them. The OIM is giving out these rape kits before they cross the daddy end because they know these women are going to get raped and children, you know, um, in the morning after pill. So then you won't have a baby afterwards. You know, they, they are absolutely doing the most horrific things that I could I could ever imagine. What they should be doing is handing them iodine so that they could use it to prevent dysentery. I mean, we saw people, you know, dying of dysentery when yeah, I went. Man. And then what I just re- re- heard reports of is that the dysentery is so bad right now um, that people were standing there being interviewed just doubled over, you know, just, just their guts going <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, so they're and literally feeding the meat into the grinder. Yes. I'm going to use as, as much expressive language as I can here. Because this is. Because that's what they're doing. Yeah. So you go, oh, yeah. And then and then they look at what's happening in the meat grinder and go, that's a humanitarian crisis. But you're feeding the people into the meat grinder. Yeah. I mean, we're doing that. And, the, and NGOs are doing that. And the flash floods are washing the people down the river. And then the people are drinking the water where the dead bodies are floating in the river. Jeez. I mean, you can't imagine the horrors yeah. that are down there. You honestly cannot imagine. It's the worst smelling places. I've been to the migrant camps myself. I just talked to someone who came back this week from one. Um, it's the worst smelling place you could imagine. The feces, when the rains start coming, you know, the mud is gets up to your shins. Yeah. And it's not just mud. Yeah. It's everything you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, the malaria has started to come back. They had, they had really controlled it for a long wow. time. Now malaria is back. Now these guys that I know that are going down, they're all getting sick for when they come back. Um, it, the diseases are just horrible. And then these, these people are coming up here and no one's checking them out. What I tried to do was to get involved with a group of people who were trying to get um, a DNA test that could be done immediately on the ground at the migrant camp so that we could test to see if the children were actually related to the people they were traveling Who with. claimed them. Because what I was noticing is the documents weren't matching, um, and there was no sophisticated way to check the documents from these passports from every country, country all over the entire world. Um, and yeah, so, because it was one of the guys, maybe Oscar on this video we looked at earlier, that was talking to people in line. And then mm-hmm. where are you from, Guatemala? Where you got China, China, China? Where are you, where are you headed to? Tons like, of China. Uh, you know, U.S., USA, America. Mm-hmm. Tons of people from China. That's in the- Africa and every like everywhere. Everywhere. What I I saw the board from the center front, and there was almost every country in the entire world listed up there. I could not believe the countries that were that were listed. 
Um, and no one's checking them out to see if these are, you know, first of all, the adults, are they safe? Should they be in this country? Do right. they have criminal records? Right. That's why you have a legal process. Mm-hmm. Whenever I adopted my two children from Panama, it took me two years to get them into this country because they were checked out completely, yeah. Yeah. you know, and now they're U.S. citizens. Um and I did everything legitimately. And that's what that's why we have a legal process. Right. Yes, it takes time. But, yes, we know they're safe. And we know that they were brought in legally. Yeah. Right. No one's checking these people out. No one's checking to see if these children are related to who they're with. And um, and that's wrong. We as a country are allowing that to go yes, on. That's right. The U.S. has offered to send our troops down. The U.N. has offered to send troops in. But why? It's not to check and make sure kids are being cared for and and that they actually belong to the people that they're with um it's because they're going to help get them through quicker right that's right they're wanting to shuffle them up here we should not support our troops going down there in any way shape or form increasing the skits panama wants to own this they want they're sick of it they're sick of the border situation going through their country um panama spent 10 million dollars this past year is what what we were informed they did a press conference and they spent $10 million just feeding these migrants that were going wow. through their country. So these organizations, these NGOs, are not feeding them. Panama is. These organizations are giving them maps and rape right, kits. Right, right. You know, what What on earth? And buses. The the, the um, NGOs are paying for the buses to ship them. Yeah, do you, have that, do you have that video of the buses? This was in, I think this video was in Panama. Mm-hmm, Michael. Michael was watching. Michael Yan is videoing and just buses full of people that they're shipping uh, up into the meat grinder. Okay, so they're feeding these people into the meat grinder for the cartel and everybody else to take advantage of them, to say the least. I'm putting it mildly. Do you have that, Josh? Yeah. Play that right quick. This video was just made about six minutes ago. The sun's going down here in Darien province in Panama. This is the 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 aliens who are on this these five buses are just out of the Darien Gap jungle. There's not very many coming out tonight because the rains have been heavy and people are stuck in the jungle. Um, sometimes it'll be 30 or 40 buses in one night going up this road. This is Highway 1, the famous Highway 1. <clears throat> Through a system of roads, you can go all the way from Tierra de Fuego up to this one gap, which is behind me uh, about an hour or 45 minutes by car. And uh, then it goes, you can, through a system of roads, go all the way to Alaska. But the people on these buses, many will have tuberculosis and other diseases. <clears throat> you can hear I'm coughing, actually. Uh, we're, we're going straight to Costa Rica. They'll be in America in about a week or two. Yeah, and, he, and you can watch the video on these buses taking off, people coming out of the gap that survived. And he says, some nights, 30 or 40 buses. Well, these are 50 passenger buses. We're talking 1,400, 1,500 people a oh, night. I saw it to myself. That yes. they're just dragging up there. Yes. And again, they're just feeding and they these wait people to the wolves. night because they don't want the Panamanians to see even yeah. these buses going by. They don't want these people coming no. into Panama. They don't want these people going anywhere except up here so right. they're literally just shoving them in buses and then waiting till everyone can't see and then bam bam bam, bam well that's bam, the biden administration the flying illegal immigrants yeah. around the country at night landing all in airports at two three four in the morning where where is the transparency yeah there isn't any they they said oh this is gonna be most tra-. whatever they say just assume the opposite the most transparent uh, executive branch in the history of the in, in the history of the uh, united states that means it's going to be so murky you can't see anything uh, has there been any – think about this question. We'll talk about it when we come back for the final segment. Any light at the end of the tunnel with any politicians anywhere? Because I know you, you're you spending a ton of time uh, 
investigating and trying to be a part of the solution. Are, is there any help within the confines of the U.S. government? We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, anything that we all can do beyond prayer, how do we support? And knowledge is power, and we need to increase how many people understand what's happening. We'll be right back. This morning, and I heard the news. I know the pain of a heart. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, talking to Misty Headspath today to get a, a trying to get a handle on what's actually happening on our southern border and down a thousand plus miles beyond that, down all the way into Panama, the, the Darien Gap or the Dadian Gap, depending on how you want to pronounce it, uh, which is one of the toughest jungles uh, on this part of the globe. And people are coming through there. We just saw the video a couple minutes ago at the end of the last segment where they're putting people that come out of the gap and they're putting them on buses, sometimes 30, 40 buses in a night. And within 10 days, they're going to be at the southern border. And our government wants to tell us it's a humanitarian crisis. It's not a humanitarian crisis when you're the one creating the nightmare. Uh, That's like, hey, I've got a humanitarian crisis in my house. Really? What kind? Well, my my wife and my kids are all bloody and beaten up and it's a humanitarian crisis. Yeah, but uh, you're the one that did it, aren't you? Well, yeah, but it's still a human. That's not a humanitarian crisis. That's a crime of epic proportions, which is what's going on. So, Misty, again, thanks for being here. And you leave for Panama uh, next week, right? Next week. That's right. We'll so, be there six weeks. So we'll get you on Zoom uh, sometime towards the end of the month, and you can give us a report and, and what's going on down there. But thank you so much for everything you're doing, everything that you're trying to do. I know that you probably don't always see a lot of fruit, but faithfulness matters. Uh, and, and thank you for sharing this. Of course. It's a hard topic. Of course. So thank you. You're welcome. I asked you, uh, and and I know there's a one-word answer to this question, which is just a bad way to interview anybody. But I asked you if there's if there's any light at the end of the tunnel with respect to our own government and individual politicians. Have you seen anything encouraging there at all? I think, of course, um, individuals want to get involved and make this go away and stop and help those that have been harmed by it. Um, But we as a country have to come together. I don't think this is a political issue. I believe this is a truly man-made humanitarian crisis. Yeah, absolutely. We have, as a U.S. population, allowed this humanitarian crisis to happen. We need to control the border. We need to shut it down so that it is going Mm -hmm. to be safe and protected and so that kids will not get through unless they are with their proper adult companion, period. Um, You know, one of, the, one of the saddest things that happened is that they started allowing family groups through, and that is what has led to this child trafficking mm-hmm. scenario um, because then people, adults, realized they would get in faster if they had a child in tow, and then they started dragging these precious babies through the jungle um, and taking them to be sold into this scenario. I mean, this is, this is why it all happened. If we had never allowed the family groups right. through, such as right. in that way, if it had been property, properly controlled and checked and monitored, um, this would not have happened. Because there's a lot of military-age men are, are making up the bulk of what's coming up here. And, and you talked about this the last time you were on the show, that if you show up at the southern border with a kid in tow, that, that's actually, that's like a Willy Wonka ticket, yep. right? So they're just grabbing kids or buying kids and then yes. just bringing them in tow because that helps them get in. Yes. And that's why the and DNA test would be helpful. And everywhere along the border, from Columbia to, to Panama, all up the way, the people with children get through quicker. Yeah. And so I saw men rioting because men with children were going through quicker and they were yelling, that's not even their kid, you know, and it wasn't. Right, right, they were right. They were trafficking them and they were using them as a golden ticket. 
um, to get through. And they didn't think it was fair in this migrant scenario. What is fair? Right. So, it, you know, it was just it's just an insanity what's happening. It's absolute insanity. Um, and we have to repent for what we've allowed to yeah, happen. Right. I don't care who you voted for, um, but what are you going to do now yeah. about it? Yep. Yeah, and that's that's the challenge for all of us is, and again, I put up the link for Misty's Linktree page, and she's going to put up the links uh, this evening for Ben Berkwin and Oscar Ramirez and Michael Yan, who are all three of them doing exceptional work down there exposing the realities of what's happening. And Oscar, you said, is actually from Mexico, so he, mm-hmm. the cartels and everything is the life he's been involved in and around because the cartels run the border. The Mexican government doesn't. And so, again, I think for America, when, when you hear – there's there's way too many Americans and Christians too. They hear build the wall and they think, oh, that's not that's not loving. Uh, shut down the border. Oh, that that's not loving. Uh, when the when the reality is that's actually the most loving thing you can do yes. is shut the whole stinking thing down yes. get, and and dry up the supply. Instead of hiring all these what is it eighty thousand IRS agents, right. why don't we make 000. them? Why don't we make more immigration officials right. so that they can process the paperwork legally? I mean, imagine hello. that. Or I would <laughs> outsource the whole idea. thing to American Express because I can walk into a store tonight, uh, buy something for ten thousand dollars, and it clears in uh, two seconds uh, with an American Express card. And the federal government can't do anything effectively right. other than screw stuff up. So outsource the whole program. Uh, and get immigration to the point where it's act- and, and you mentioned this before, Misty, that we have a right to know who's coming in. Uh, just like if somebody's going to come move into your basement or move into your uh, a spare bedroom, you have a right to know who they are. There's safety issues there. Uh, and you want to make sure that they're not going to be a drain on the system. We used to do this very effectively. It's not pretty, but it is necessary. But ultimately, the most loving thing you can do is shut the border down. Yeah. That's the big message that needs to get out there is that – Build the wall, shut the border down is loving because you you turn off the meat grinder that's that's devouring children and women. Absolutely. And and you have to shut that down. And that's us. We're we're the cheese. Our southern border is the cheese on the mousetrap. We're the ones that mm-hmm. you plug the machine in. That's what they're here for is trying to get here. So to leave the border open and leave it chaotic just draws more people and it draws them literally into rape and abuse. And we're making the cartel way more powerful and rich way than more they powerful. ever would have been otherwise. Because ever. ultimately, what's your theory as to why the Democrat Party is doing this? Well, I do believe that there is a strategy going on. And there's, you know, some, you, you might have heard of these agenda, the 2030 agenda, mm-hmm. things like this. But then the reality is they're try, they are trying to get a lot more people in. And there's a name for it, the replacement strategy. Yep. Um, to replace the general population. So there's a whole new set of population that's now in this country. Um, and I do, at first I didn't buy that, but now I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, the numbers are just astounding. Well, stinking Chuck Schumer, who who will meet his maker one day. Uh, one, of the, one of the angriest days in the last couple of years is when he came out and talked about, with respect to immigration and that we need more workers because we have a, we have a birth problem in America. And I'm like, you are so lost. You're so given over. You're so Romans 1 reprobate mind. It's probably not even crossed your mind, you dirtbag, that we've killed 62 million of our own people. Now you're going to replace them, bring them in here illegally. You ride in on a knight in your shining armor, make them all citizens, assuming that, you know, 55, 60, 65 percent of them are going to vote for you. And it's all about power. It's never been about people. They kill them in the womb. They'll kill them in the southern border. They'll kill them at the Darien Gap. They don't care. Well, and they created, it's all about power. 
economically, they created a hole in the workforce yep. you know, during COVID and all the <laughs> shutdowns, and then they're going to suddenly have people to fill that hole. Well, if they had never had the policies right. they did, it wouldn't be there in the first place. So the loving thing to do is to secure the border. Absolutely. Shut it down. Shut down the machine. Yes. As Christians, we have to step in yeah. and we have to stop children from being trapped. Right. Yeah, don't think of I, – I talked to this with, with my students in all my classes this semester. I said, don't think of the southern border primarily as a sovereignty issue. Don't think of it as a constitutional issue. Think of it as just a bloodbath that stretches about 1,200 miles back down to Panama. And as Christians, we should be uh, enraged and heartbroken about all the abuse and all the trafficking that's going on there down to, like you said, three-year-olds. I mean, this is so demonic. It's so evil. It's beyond – comprehension really which is why seeing sound of freedom is going to be important for all you guys when it opens on july 4th uh, but that's where the outrage needs to be mm -hmm. and for a christian to say oh they need water no they don't we need to shut the whole thing down right so so what do we do i mean what can individuals do you're, you're doing what you can do you're spreading the word you're going down there besides helping special needs kids i would encourage Panama. everyone to talk to um, talk about this issue and and talk about it in a way that's intelligent um, you know make yourself aware watch some of the videos on my link tree or go to these other people that I have told you about today um, because again they are completely selling a lie on the the regular media channels yeah. that this oh, yeah. is a humanitarian crisis and we need to step in and help they are leaving out the entire part that it's all our fault um, and that if we shut the border down it will stop and I will tell you firsthand that whenever there was a little break where Biden had said we we're going to close the border, there was about a two-week break where no one came up north. The people that were in Panama started going back to Venezuela and these mm. other countries. They actually had planes Why that were Why go leaving. through the trouble? Exactly. They had planes that were taking them back from Panama. These people will go back to where they came from. Yeah. But we are allowing it to happen the longer every single day that we have the border open yeah. is another day a child is dying on That's the trail. Right. right. Yeah. That women and children are the, are the biggest concern here. And like even the Republicans are talking about we, 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 we can't absorb them all into this nation. We don't have the resources. We're already in debt, blah, 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 blah. That's all true. But that's way down the road. Right. The bigger issue is the raping and the plundering and the pillaging, the, the abuse. The immediate problem mm -hmm. is not the drain on our resources. It's all the carnage that mm -hmm. stretches from our southern border all the way down to Panama. Absolutely. So Republicans need to get that messaging right, too, because mm -hmm. I, I rarely hear them. They, it's all about the American economy, right. which is an issue, but that's not the primary issue. Especially if you're a Christian, you're going to put the American economy ahead of uh, the raping and selling of three-year-old children? You can't do that. You can't, right. It's ridiculous. No. So spread the word. Get the, get the links up later. Go pray. ahead. Pray. Repent and pray. Rep repent of a wrongheadedness about the border and pray. And if you're at a church that just wants to send water to El Paso, you need to confront your pastor. Uh, they need to understand the reality of this. Share the, today's show. Share the podcast. We'll have Misty back on later this month when you're down in Panama. We'll just continue to ring the bell. By the way, don't ever, you don't have to just ask when you want to come on. Something's yeah. going on down there. I'll let you Just know. text me. Okay. Said, okay, fine. Uh, it says it's, it's your space as much as it is my space. It's the Lord's space. So we'll get links for Ben and Michael and Oscar who are doing great work reporting on this stuff. Misty, God bless you. 
Uh, we'll talk to you when you get back down to Panama. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward. The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network.